Hello, 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 it's me, it's me, the S-T-L-O-U-I-E. Here we go, another Top 10 Radio. Today it is January 30th. Tomorrow is one of my favorite events. I look forward to every single year. It's WWE's Royal Rumble. Um, this is this is like the most exciting moment, I think, as a fan. Just a... This paper view is just as important as as WrestleMania. Um, it's the build up to WrestleMania. I think if Royal Rumble sucks, then well, most likely WrestleMania will be too. Um, I think that's that's pretty much true on every occasion. I think if the Royal Rumble is great, it's good. Then your your excitement for WrestleMania is left to tenfold. Um, this year's Royal Rumble is looking very interesting. I have no idea who who could act, who will actually win. I guess, well, that, that's really good looking forward. To, that's good on the forefront going um, going into Royal Rumble. I when you have no idea who the who's gonna win, and I think that just adds up the excitement. Um, so today's top ten radio special is in honor or in tribute to the Royal Rumble match. I am calling this the countdown edition of the top 10 radio, meaning the 10 songs I'll be playing tonight will have a number in it. The 10th song will have the number 10 in it. The 9th song will have the number 9. 8th song will have the number 8 in it and so on and so forth. So, and I'm going to be pairing that with my top 10 favorite Royal Rumble moments. Alright, so let's just get on in it. Um, so, uh, I guess my 10 favorite Royal Rumble moment is a moment that a lot of people think is, is from the greatest Royal Rumble match. Back in 1992, four years before I was born, Ric Flair, the the dirtiest player in the game. Like, I I love okay, I love the story of this. How um, Royal Ric Flair enters the WWE in late '92. So I believe it was in like September, October of '90. I mean, excuse me, '91, September, October-ish of 1991. He enters the WWE with the WCW, the NWA Championship. And, like, I'm sure minds would be blown today if that happened. I guess, well, I guess AEW and, and uh, Impact are doing something similar. With, but, nonetheless, this, this something, something like this was unheard of back then. Ric Flair... Is holding the WCW NWA Championship. He calls himself the real world champion. And he is trying their best to get become the WWF champion. Uh, so much that he costs Hulk Hogan the title at Survivor Series against The Undertaker. Um, some, some screwy things happen between The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan in the rematch. Resolving in the title to be vacated. So 
Here's Ric Flair's chance to become the World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, at the Royal Rumble, Ric Flair enters at number three. He lasts the entire way. And then wins the whole thing. Mostly because of Hulk Hogan being a douchebag. Costing Sid Vicious. Or Sid Justice. Psycho Sid? Whatever kind of Sid he is, he cost him the title. Uh, that's That's... That was a great moment. And so many big legends, so many big names in that match. It, it, it's awesome. Um, Alright, so no better way to keep going than the 10th song. About 10. The number 10. <laughs> this is Ty Dillinger's number. Uh, this song, actually, I don't know much about the artist, but he is nominated for Best Artist of the Best new artist on this upcoming Grammys. His name's Katronda. I've heard of other songs with him in it. Um, I think he's just mainly a producer. But this song features one of my favorite singers currently working today, Kali Uchis. And this song is called 10%. It's pretty badass and pretty funky. I hope you like it. There you go. 10% by Katronda and Kali Uchis.
that song really f I really think it's pretty funky fun things too uh uh Caliuchis always comes off as a pretty badass I she's one of my favorite singers working today loved her new album although don't know Spanish trying to learn so maybe that'll help me learn okay let's go to um next favorite uh Royal Rumble moment. Um, it was from 2016. I think 2016, the 2016 Royal Rumble, was the start of like a relaunch of the uh, Royal Rumble. Um, I'd say most of the Royal Rumbles of the 2010s kind of sucked from like. 2011 to uh, 2015. Now it came 2016. I thought this this rumble was like the start of a something new. Um, Roy Ro Ro Roman Reigns had to defend the WWE Championship in the rumble match. Uh, he started at number one. Um, he quickly eliminated Rusev, who was number two. Now comes number three, the debut of AJ Styles. Just a phenomenal debut. <laughs> How do you mean that? Uh, do you mean to make that joke? Um. Yeah, uh, AJ. I just rewatched this uh, Rumble a couple of days ago, and uh, he lasted quite a bit. Um. You know, he got eliminated by Kevin Owens in a really great way. Hmm. And I think this really solidified that what kind of career AJ was going to have in the WWE. I, I think he was treated very, he's been, has been treated very well in the company. Um, he, his WWE Championship link was really long, like one of the longest of the era. Um, and he's been the top guy. I mean, I'm not a really big fan of where he is right now. He, he seems like he they're pushing almost more than they're making him look good. But nonetheless, uh. AJ Styles, one of the best working today and or ever, seriously, and he's been a top WWE guy ever since the Royal Rumble. Okay, let's uh go on to the ninth song. Song ninth song is a uh, a classic country pop song. I mean, so big, so such a great country song. Convert to the pop song challenge. Um, it's a theme song for a movie. The movie that the song is named after. Hey, it's um, Stolly Parton. Let's go with nine to five. Luckily, I got the day off today. Let's go. i 
and stumble to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping out on the streets the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five working nine to five I'm not much of a country music fan, but Dolly Parton is freaking awesome. She is a freaking queen. Uh, <laughs> uh, there, there's, you know, there's certain country artists that ask, that will appeal to me as well. And I really do like Dolly's work. Um, okay, let's uh, go into the, my ninth favorite Oh, excuse me. Eighth. Let's go. Let's let's go on to my eighth favorite Roy Rumble moment. Um, I think I have to mention uh, 2018. Um, I don't know if it's because of recency bias or what, but 2018 was definitely one of my favorite Royal Rumbles. Um, mostly because it did consist of a, a lot of new faces. I I mean I appreciate when a I love when a Royal Rumble has an old star come back and you know has 
or like a secret reveal, you know. But um, there's so many new people in that Rumble. People from NXT, uh, um, a lot of current roster people. But um, I liked the my favorite part about that Rumble is the final six. It consists the final six consisted of three people. Three new newer stars: Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Roman Reigns, and they were face to face with three older stars: and Randy Orton, John Cena, and the returning Rey Mysterio. That was such a great moment, and uh, and with Shinsuke winning it was so cool. That's so. And then uh, with the way he is right now, you totally forgot that. He's a rumble winner. Um, but um, that, that was a great moment. And uh, it could go down as one of my favorite Royal Rumble. Uh, another great moment from that Royal Rumble is the way people treated Heath Slater. <laughs> he came out to the ring and he instantly got beaten up. He never got in, into the ring. Like five, I, I felt like five, pe- five or more people beat him up in the row on the way to down the ramp, and Sheamus put him in, and Heath Slater took him, took Sheamus right out. Sheamus had like one of the quickest eliminations that year. It was so hilarious. Uh, all right, uh, let's go on to the um, eighth song. It's um, Rolling Stone magazine put this in the. 500 greatest songs of all time this is a song by the birds called eight miles high uh the song was banned from a radio i've heard uh um oh yeah this band this uh, song was banned from Billboard's U.S. charts because of, well, they believed it was about drugs. Uh, I think uh, David Crosby denied it, but uh, he later admitted, yeah, of course it's about drugs. But also it's about, um, yeah, about their plane ride to London. Eight miles high. Let's go. By the birds.
first introductions of psychedelic into pop music um or the birds very important when it comes to psychedelia um their cover of mr tamarie man turn 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 um they're such a good band um all right uh go to um what a number are we are yeah seven my seventh favorite royal moment um I think what I have to go to the 2010 edges. Oh dang! Actually, <laughs> I was gonna say 2010 edges. Royal Rumble return, or do I want 2020? <laughs> Which Royal? Okay, yeah, I'm gonna say 2020s. Ed <laughs> edges Royal Rumble return. They were both really good. I mean, with 2010, with him winning it was great. That. He entered in, elimin immediately eliminated Chris Jericho, his former tag team partner. Then took Cairo Batista, Cena, Shawn Michaels. What a what a good ending to a rumble. But 2020s was it tugged at the heart, you know. Um, of him coming in at like it was like in the mid early 20s forget what number he came in at but um it was it was great having oh my god it it I, I went wild when I saw that because I never thought he would come back 
And with him in the final four, him, was it him, Orton, um, McIntyre and Reigns? That was, that was a pretty good final four. Um, yeah, Edge. Edge is, Edge was, as a kid, he was like my most hated wrestler. I hated him as the rated R superstar. I despised him. Okay. Um, but like the older I got and looking back like his he's like one of the greatest of all time especially well, if you want to say more specifically within the WWE you know I'd say even in the as a 20th a, cent, a wrestler in the 20th century 21st century excuse me uh, with you know I'd say he's like in the top 5 probably him Cena uh there's others, but like, <laughs> you know, Edge is like at the top of like the um, what eleven world championships, like oh about a dozen tag team championships, you know, Intercontinental Championship, uh, Royal Rumble, King of the Ring, Mister Money in the Bank. The dude had done it all. Edge is an all-time great, and his return at last year's Royal Rumble was awesome. It reeked of awesomeness. <laughs> Alright, um, let's go on to the uh, next song tonight. Um, let's go... This is an an artist that I... I, I'm, I get pretty, um, let's say, polarized on. Um, as a... Growing up, uh, you know, I guess I was pretty embarrassed to like her, but I think she was very talented. A really good songwriter um in 2012 for her album red she went more pop she started as a country singer now went more pop more become a pop singer and started off pretty good but um the last two albums well not uh with her album uh reputation and then lover i wasn't a fan of now with his her newest album folklore it's very interesting very good work it's taylor swift the song is called seven um i think the song is about her best friend as a youth as a seven-year-old probably um a childhood friend who seemed to have an unhappy home uh this song reflects on her the innocence of her life back then Let's, let's play it. It's called Seven by Taylor Swift. Please picture me in the trees. I hid my peak at seven. Like a pattern, love you to the moon and to Saturn, pass down. 
I'll be honest with you. I only put that song on the list because it's number seven. It's the seventh song. I couldn't think of any other seven songs except for Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. And I'm thinking of using it on a different playlist someday. And, well, I I have heard of folklore. And I don't remember much of the tracks off of it. Um, except for Exile. Um, I, I know all around it was, a, it was a good album. It's just I couldn't remember most of the songs. But now listening to this song, Seven... I really like this song, song, song a lot. I, I think this really pictures what she's trying to say is, uh, um, trying to remember a childhood friend. Tri- um, I like the chorus when she says, "Cross your heart, won't tell no other." And though I can't recall your face, I still got love for you. Like there's there's many friends that I remember as a kid, though. I know I may know their name, but I can't remember their face. I can know their face, but I can't remember their name. But nonetheless, they're still a pretty important part of my childhood. So, I still got love for you. All right, um, let's go to um, my next favorite Royal Rumble moment. Um, this this was the I think this oh this is number five I think yeah number five. <laughs> um. I'd say this has come from the Royal Rumble of 2001. The, one of the uh, greatest performances in Royal Rumble history comes from Kane. A man eliminated like 11 people. Now this re- record has been topped. Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns in uh, 2014. Then... Braun Strowman at the Greatest Royal Rumble, and then Rock Lesnar last year. But Kane's first time doing it was undoubtedly the best one. Uh, <laughs> his performance was even looked so good, and I think Drew Carey actually did help him a lot to make him look, look good. Uh making it to the final man eliminated really helped a lot too uh Kane this was Pete Kane best Kane well actually okay this is just my this is an unpopular opinion but Kane in 2003 slash 4 was really good okay, when he meet his instantly um taking off the mask I thought that was good, po- good part of his career. Like he put on some extremely violent matches with RBD and Shane, him burying Undertaker was awesome. Um, I, and his his selling at the Undertaker match was great. Like he was scared and freaked out of his mind. Alright, that's just a non-popular opinion, but that's my opinion. Alright, let's go to the sixth song of today. This is coming from one of my favorite artists working today. He is the man. Uh, 
This song is from Anderson Pack. The song's called Six Summers. Um This is kinda like his political anthem. Uh uh he covers many controversial aspects of American culture, like consumerism, uh Donald Trump, his sex scandal of Stormy Daniels, uh gun violence. There's there's quite a bit here, but it's so funky, so hot, so cool. Let's go with Anderson Pack. This is six summers off of Oxnard. Wait a minute! Trump's got a love child, and I hope that bitch is buck wild. I hope she sit mascal. I hope she kissing your readers and black girls. I hope her mama's El South. I hope her papa stick around. Yeah. Take chains off. Take rings off. Bracelets and things. Big aches and pains. My jack rang off with clickbait. Truth is too raw. It's a fish plate. Fela, the cool day. 150 of us on a big stage. How long it took a nigga just to get paid? And now I think I'm about to buy a bit late. Pronto. I'm in the lay with the shake of bongo. I heard you take it without it with combo. Trimming the green with the blade and the lawnmower. Think of it out, nigga. Bitch, don't spill my sake. You gon' make me kick you out this pop, me. You gon' have to kick it in the lobby. Damn, what? Don't somebody stop me. I'm too sloppy. Trump's got a love child, and I hope that bitch is buck wild. I hope she sit my style. I hope she kissing your readers and black girls. I hope her mama's El South. I hope her papa stick around. Yes, the revolution will not be televised, but it will be streamed live in 1080p on your pea brain head and a face ass mobile device. All right? This shit gon' bang at least six summers from out that rock you been under. Mummy wrapped duffel bag, got the bunny. It's hard to stomach cold murder. It's easier to get in a millimeter. He was 19 with the burner. They had to off him. Reform, reform, shit that came sooner. Wait a minute! This shit gon' bang at least six summers. Summers, 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 This shit gon' bang for at least six summers. But ain't shit gon' change for at least three summers. They tryna kill a nigga fade, we need a little truth, brother. Uh. Pop, pop, pop goes the shooter. Reform, reform, shoulda came sooner. Come on. This shit gon' bang at least six summers. Pop the top, that bitch hot than the mother. We need more peace and less lone gunners. Put down your heat and smoke marijuanas. Pop the lock off your muzzle. Niggas is dying like lost files in the shuffle. We know you lying, my nigga. Now nah, we don't trust you. We know you buy to sell it back to the public. Cause there's money to be made in the killing spree. That's why he trying to start a war on the Twitter feed. Somebody take this nigga's phone. Is you kidding me? And take them AKs up out of these inner city streets. This shit gon' bang for at least six summers. But ain't shit gon' change for at least three summers. Trying to kill a nigga fake, we need a little truth, brother. Uh, 
hop, hop, hop goes the shooter. Reform, reform, shit that came sooner. And so I smoke, drink, just to cope with the pain. Get the coat, train in the cold. And so I smoke, drink, just to cope with the pain. Get the cold, train in the cold. Mr. President, it's evident that you don't give a damn. Shh. Tell me something that I don't know. All this fucking evidence, and if it ever make it to the stash, you know they gon' let them go, bro. You was overseas, still in niggas' land and all. Billy cop the Desert Eagle, and it's legal to tote it. Little nigga bullied out his Pumas. But why he had to shoot the whole school up? And so I smoke, drink, just to cope with the pain, get the coke, in the coke. And so I smoke, drink, just to cope with the pain, get the coke. In the cold, this shit gon' bang at least six summers. This shit gon' bang for at least six summers. But ain't shit gon' change for at least three summers. They tryna kill a nigga, babe. We need a little truth, brother. I guess it took me a while to understand what Six Summers meant, but Six Summers, uh, referring to um, the song was released in 2018, Six Summers Later would be marking the, the election of Trump's successor, assuming he serves two terms, but uh, then he says... But ain't shit gonna change for at least three summers. Uh, three summers from then, it would have been this year, 2021, marking the end of Trump's first term. And now he, at least something, something will change now. Um, Alright, I, I dig that song. It's really funky. A little fun. Put it on here, and now we're going on to the, uh, my fifth favorite Royal Rumble moment. Um going to talk about Rey Mysterio in 2006 um Eddie Guerrero was my favorite wrestler of all time I don't think I don't know if that will ever change but he died in 05 of course cause a whole change in the wrestling world I think loss of um addition to Benoit's death um Following Guerrero's death, Rey Mysterio paid tribute to him and said that his Royal Rumble dedicated his um, his performance in the Royal Rumble to him. Obviously, they were great friends. They were tag team partners, and they were the best of rivalry, best rivalry, one of the best rivalries of all time. Especially in WCW, uh, no, it's not so much in WWE. It was, it was weird. Their their storyline was really weird, but nonetheless, they were, they were like inseparable. Um, and Rey Mysterio entered the Royal Rumble at number two, came out to the ring in Eddie's Low Rider, his shirt with Eddie's face on it, and Rey Mysterio lasted more than an hour. And won the whole damn thing. That rumble had a great ending too, with the final four being Ray, the returning RVD, Triple H, and Randy Orton. I like how you got two former tag team partners in Ray and RVD, 
against two former stablemates in Triple H and Orton. And Ray was able to eliminate both Triple H and Randy Orton. It was pretty cool that Triple H lasted the whole way too. He was number one, Ray was number two, and they were able to go at it for an hour. Hey, a lot of people don't like don't like with Ray becoming the World Heavyweight Champion. I, he wasn't booked well, um, but um, I don't know how else were you supposed to book him, being that he's not a heavyweight. Almost everyone's bigger than him. Uh, I didn't know what else you were supposed to do, but it was a feel-good moment, undoubtedly. Especially as a kid, as a ten-year-old, seeing Rey Mysterio win that championship was a big deal. All right, uh, let's let's um, I just want to take this moment at the halfway point to uh, go through my Royal Rumble predictions. Um, I might try to do this a little more often. I can come up with a connection between wrestling and music, but uh, let's let's go through. Um, so um, let's start with the whole card. Let's go. The I'm guessing will be probably match number one will be Oscar uh, and Charlotte Flair against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler for the women's tag team championship. Um, a lot of people online are really upset that uh, Asuka and Charlotte are the champions, and I get it, because they're not even seen together. Like, Charlotte has this thing with Lacey Evans, Asuka has kind of been having a feud with Alexa Bliss, um, Nia Jax and Shane Vez are, like, nowhere to be seen right now. Uh, um, this is a hard one, because it could go either way. Um, because I, Naya and Shane are like a real team now. They're like, they gel, they work together and that, that's great. And with Charlotte having this feud with Lacey Evans, uh, she could appear and cause them the title. Um, but I'm going to see Oscar and Charlotte wins because, um, well, I'll, I'll probably explain that later. But because of something, in the, depending on who wins the women's Royal Rumble, is who I is the reason why I think Oscar and Charlotte will win. I'll explain that later. But I'm gonna say Oscar and Charlotte will win the women's tag team championship. Next is uh, I'll say Drew McIntyre and Goldberg. Oh man, I really don't want Goldberg to win. I I think the WWE has to realize they have such a good thing in Drew McIntyre. And he has to win. Alright, Drew McIntyre. I'm hoping and praying he'll win and retain the WWE Championship. Um, okay, next is Sasha and Carmella. The SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm going to say Sasha wins. Um, it's like Carmella is a good perf performer when it comes to her character work, her mic work. Uh, she's just not really interesting in the ring. Sasha is just all around great. Um, Sasha just won the title. Feels like just just not that long ago. I think she should hold on to it till a really worthy 
person to lose it to. Alright, so let's uh, go on to the last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens for the Universal title. That I think that's going to be awesome. Um, I think that's going to be like just as exciting as as a ro the Royal Rumble. I love Kevin Owens, but I'm sure Roman Reigns is going to retain. He is doing such a great work as the Tribal Chief. Um, I don't see, I don't know who's going to make him lose it. So yeah, I'm going with Roman Reigns to retain the Universal Championship. Alright, let's start with the 30 Woman Royal Rumble. Now, I have like just two people in mind. Who I think will win this match. And that is Bianca Belair and Bailey. Um I think it will probably go down between these two women. These these two have been having a feud on SmackDown, and I think these two are the perfect people to face. Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. Um, I don't recall. Has Bailey got a rematch against Sasha? She lost the title at Hell in a Cell, but did she get a rematch afterwards? I don't recall. But um, I think Sasha and Bailey, of course, are the like perfect tag team, perfect feud. They they were they're so good together. Um and then I think ba Sasha and Bianca would work so well together as like either a feud, tag team. I think they could have like a Bailey Sasha combo. Um so yeah, I think either one of those will win. And um, see, I have this prediction that Charlotte and Oscar will retain the women's title, and they will face each other at WrestleMania for the Raw women's title and a rematch at WrestleMania 34. Um, in the meantime, in between the pay per view, in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, I'm guessing it's Fastlane, Elimination Chamber. Either one. Um, I predict that the main event or one of the main events of the night will be Charlotte and Oscar versus Banks and Bianca or Banks and Bailey for the women's title. I think that'll be a good in between for WrestleMania. A good. Uh, like a feud developer to, I guess um, the sim similar thing happened when uh, at Wrestlemania 23 leading up to that was Cena and HBK the t WWE Championship feud against the World Heavyweight Championship feud Batista and Undertaker and I was I was marking out for that that was hype all right, so yeah, women's champion, women's Royal Rumble, Bianca Baylor or Bailey uh, to me. Now we're going on to the men's Royal Rumble, and this one is so hard to predict. 
So I'm leaning on three people on the men's rumble, and that's Daniel Bryan, Big E, or Keith Lee. I've been having these fantasies that it, that The Rock will come back and he he will face Roman Reigns, and I wish. But I'm guessing that probably won't happen this year. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Keith Lee will win the Royal Rumble. Um, I think we need probably someone from Raw because I feel. Um, I feel like Daniel Bryan or Big E can win from get the title opportunity against Roman Reigns. And if Keith Lee wins, they'll up his stock a lot and it gives Drew Ma something to do. Drew McIntyre, an easy follow-up from Goldberg. Alright, those are my predictions. I'm That's the best I can come up with. Uh, hoping more Rumble will be great and uh, let's continue on with some fun this next song the fifth song on the playlist it's silly it's dumb but it's fun and that's what I'm all about ladies and gentlemen this is Mamba number five <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is Mambo number five Sandra in the sun. 
sun A little bit of Mary all night long A little bit of Jessica, here I am A little bit of you makes me your man Serious song, that's what Mama Number Five by man, my man Lou. Alright, let's go on to um fourth favorite Royal Rumble moment. <laughs> it's from 2005. See, so this was like the height of like my fandom. This was the early mid 2000s um Cena and Batista the way to end it um let's just go on and say that I love the um, the emphasis of the brand split um there was a like in the middle of the match they had a stare down between Raw and Smackdown Teddy Long and their Bishop came on down to the ring that was a cool moment and then um um the way it ended with Cena and Batista, <laughs> uh, it was legendary. Uh, Batista's botch that caused both of them to be out. Mr. Grooman came on down to the ring, but broke both of his quads. <laughs> he just sat there like, what do I do now? <laughs> uh, it was a great ending and a great like foreshadowing into the future. Um, to uh, WrestleMania that end up both of them main eventing winning titles they were the future of the company it was cool to see both of them on top alrighty let's go into um, the fourth song tonight is uh, my opinion was the best song off of their last album uh, the band's called Arctic Monkeys uh, I'm, I was pretty indifferent on their last album. I thought it was really well produced, though just not that interesting. It was Tranquility, Bass, Hotel, and Casino. It's a concept album about a hotel and casino. I believe in space. 
Well, this song's called Four Out of Five. Let's go. Start your free trial today Come on in the waters Lovely look You could meet someone you like You're in the meteor strike It is that easy Lunar surface on a Saturday night Dressed up in silver and white With colored old gray whistle Test lights Take it easy for a little while Come and stay with us It's such an easy flight You know Special effects in my mind's eye. Okay, cookie with the opposite sex. The things you try to forget. Doesn't time fly? I'm in no position to give advice. I don't wanna be nice, and you know that. Take it easy for a little while. Come and stay with us. It's such an easy flight. You do places keep on popping up around. It's all getting gentrified The information at your ratio It's the place to go And you will not Place to go, four stars out of 
a bit of a weird song there, but pretty awesome nonetheless. Uh, okay, let's just go on to um, what song is it? What number is this one? Is this? Ooh, this this is number eight on my Royal Rumble list. It's um well a controversial one is uh, Chris Benoit in two thousand four entering the ring at number one and lasting the whole way. Uh, his uh, guillotine choke over Big Show, getting Big Show out was great. Um, yeah, this is one of the best uh, Royal Rumble performances ever, and it's. Well, can't really talk much about it. And I got no more. <laughs> I don't have much more to say. It's just that it was a great moment. That's it, really. Alright, let's just, <laughs> let's just go on to the next song. The third song. It's Three Little Birds by Bob Marley. Let's just forget the Benoit tragedy for a moment and just have a little peace, okay?
makes me calm and relaxed. But not like being the Royal Rumble, brother. <laughs> uh, let's go on to, um, I think it's my ninth favorite Royal Rumble moment. And this is kind of cheating because it's it spans like five five years. Wait, ninety seven, ninety nine. Yeah, it spans six years, but specifically five years. And Stone Cold Steve Austin from ninety seven to two thousand two always came through in the Royal Rumble, uh, except the year two thousand. Yeah, he was in every Royal Rumble from 97 to 02 except 2000 due to injury. Um, I don't I don't know what to say except that he he was the he made the Royal Rumble. Every year he was a part of it. The Royal Rumble is nothing without Stone Cold. I mean, from the early years like nice those years from 97, 98, 99, he was all the star power. He was it, the whole show. I Stone Cold, the WWF would not have thrived, would not be alive today without Stone Cold Steve Austin. All right, just uh, let's move on into number two, and this song is from. One of my mom's favorite albums, one of my mom's favorite artists, and this could be one of my mom's favorite songs. This song is from Meat Loaf. Um, the song is about it's like a classic love ballad. Song from the perspective of someone breaking up with their other, trying to explain to them why their relationship is going nowhere and is going to an end. Well, here we go. Don't tear up just yet. It's two out of three. Ain't bad. Keep on telling you I want you 
Hope you're not teary-eyed now, because there's only one last fact, one last song to play. And I just want, not a fact, you know, just a moment, moment, Aurora Rumble moment. And it's, and this also is cheating, because this bonds, uh, spans three different years. Three years, kind of, yeah. It's, uh, from 07 to 2010, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. 
Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker were the last men standing in 2007. And then Undertaker was able to knock Shawn out to win the Royal Rumble. The next year, 2008, Undertaker and Shawn started the Royal Rumble. And Shawn eliminated The Undertaker then. Not that nothing happened in 2009, I believe. But in 2010, Shawn wanted to fight The Undertaker one last time. He fought him at WrestleMania 25, but lost. All he could think about in in late 2009, early 2010, I gotta fight The Undertaker. Gotta fight The Undertaker. Undertaker was World Heavyweight Champion at the time, so Sean was on... The only thing on Sean's mind was to win the Royal Rumble and face The Undertaker at WrestleMania. But he couldn't do it. And he had to do whatever he did, whatever necessary to fight The Undertaker WrestleMania 26. It cost him his career. That's some great storytelling that lasts several Royal Rumbles. Okay, next we're playing the last song tonight. Number one. It's number one. By U2. One of the greatest songs of all time. I'm, de- I'm not even, I don't really like you two that much, but I gotta say that. It's definitely. Let's go.
Now it's a countdown, ladies and gentlemen. The countdown to the Royal Rumble. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned some new songs, maybe. Hope you had a fun. Hope you your pick gets picked at the Royal Rumble. So that's it for the Top 10 Radio. Okay? I love you. Goodbye.